<laughs> okay, right. Welcome. <laughs> um, to Dyslexic Book Club? Pre-Dyslexic? Dyslexic Book Club, right? Um, yeah, the premise of this podcast is me and my co-host, Robert, um, will be taking turns each week to read a book, um, or try to, at least, uh, take our opinion on it, see what we can actually get out of it, uh, if anything at all. Um, and then we're going to go over to comment on that book, um, <laughs> and then try and read the best bits of those comments, the worst and the best. Um, yeah, welcome. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful intro. I think you've you've highlighted your dyslexic uh, tendencies, but how much you difficult reading a very brief script. <laughs> it could be worse if I actually wrote down the script. So. Hmm. Oh, hello everyone, I'm Robert, uh, and I've been a dyslexic for all my life. Uh, so I've just literally just got a book in front of me now. Um, can, can did? Can did? Heard of it? To know, I, I, I don't I know. I can't even. Assuming you're anyway. reading it right, no, I've not heard. Indeed, C A N D I D E. Okay. Funded. Uh, it's by Voltaire. You know the French philosopher. Okay, you got a French book. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah. Too. I feel like this <laughs> yeah, was a mistake. Um, thank God it's written in English though. Um, yeah, did yeah. that help? Being in English rather than French. A lot, a lot. So I read this one, like, I don't know, like a year ago. And I don't know about you, Rob, but things don't sit in my head that well. Like, I need to read it at least, like, four times to at least remember a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the other way. Things don't leave the head, but I do know what you mean. <laughs> but I remember coming to the end of this book and one of, like, the main – I think it's got, like – standout key points right so it's like it's going to be sort of story but then it's you, you take away um well this is my takeaway from it right it's story but then it's got like key things that you got to take note of that you know you bring into your own life so i think okay. this guy goes on do you want me to read the intro yeah that'll help i'll try and search it so i've is, got a copy is long okay uh okay. ever since 1759 when volta wrote candide Mm. Um, in the ridiculous of the notion that this is the best of all possible worlds this has been gayer place for readers Voltaire wrote in three days five or six generations have found it's wait what oh that it's laugh laugh <laughs> yeah this is the problem about dyslexic doing a podcast on books. <laughs> Neither of us can read. Bear, just bear with me, all right? Um, yo, Candid not, uh, does not age, yet how different the book would have looked if Voltaire had written it 150 years later than 1759. <laughs> it would have been, among other things, a book, oh wait, a book of sights and sounds a modern writer would have tried to catch and fix in words some of those atlantic changes with 
which broke the Atlantic monotony of that voyage um, from, oh my God, Cadiz <laughs> to Buenos Aires. Um, okay, I'm not going to read anymore because that is painful. Anyway, so he goes on an adventure. Um, okay. This Indeed guy, right? <clears throat> I think he falls in love with uh, a Duchess. I think she's she's like she's high up, right? And this guy isn't. Um, falls in love with her. I think he's like he makes out with her. Um, oh, saucy. And then the dad, the Duchess, the Duke, the Duke. It'll be a Duke, right? Uh, finds out, kicks him out of the palace. All of like, yeah, nah, I'm not having this. Um, and then I think. That kingdom gets raided. The father gets killed. The brother gets uh, sliced open. Oh no! Nah. I oh, think oh. Candid actually kills his brother, her brother, something like that. Okay. Yeah, 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 something like that. Um, and then it gets really like quite graphic about like, um, you know, she's like you know this beautiful woman, right? Um, you know, I think it's meant to be written in the 1500s. So, lady, oh no. Um, quite young, and then she gets finally like raped by the attackers. So you know her innocence okay. is stripped away from her. Right, it's ripped all away from her. Um, this this is dark. Yeah, no, no, it's really it's really like powerful for sure. Um, and I think he assumes, yeah, he assumes he she's dead, and then he goes on this adventure, going like, well, there's nothing else left in the world. Um, goes on a right adventure. And I'm probably missing out half the book now because I forgot. Finds her, her again, half around the world um, as a servant. And I think she's lost, okay. all, lost all of her looks now. Um, oh, yeah, Not a happy ending. Yeah, she's like a hag and stuff like that. But does he still go for her? Maybe. Um, then he finds a kingdom... Of gold. Um, okay. Things are looking up. Yeah. Um, you know, the king there is like, you know, why do you people from the outside world just view gold as like everything and, and everything, right? Everything depends on it. It's all or nothing. Oh, so it's gold, world right? of gold. gold yeah. In this kingdom, you know, it's, it's, it, it just paves the streets, right? It's like dirt. It's nothing to these yeah. people. It doesn't mean anything to them. But an outsider such as ourselves, it's like, you know, we'll die for that. Um, but I think they're indebted to them. So they're all like, all right, we'll take a lot of gold from you and then some sheeps to carry the gold. Um, oh, how did it go then? And then they went on a voyage, got scammed, um, and then ended up in this like little hovel um and then basically the end of the story was you know before you try and change the world cultivate your own garden look out for oneself before changing the world that's what i picked up on it um, right yeah yeah it, like, like i said like you know you go on a right adventure in this book like you know going all over the world with it um like i said it's really it's really dark and like how descriptive it becomes or suggestive it may be maybe um yeah yeah i'll recommend it i'd recommend it um and it's really really short like the chapters so i don't know about you rob but 
it's really I, I hate long chapters I just get bored easy I'm all like yeah now um, this is like two pages so like how King did uh, Candide was brought up in a magnificent castle and how he was expelled thence chapter one chapter two two, two pages later what became of Candide among the oh shit the bull go reigns okay Chapter three. So, would you recommend it to fellow dyslexics? I highly would. I highly would. Because it's just, look at it like, well, you obviously can't see what I'm doing. But like, page after page is the new chapter. And that keeps me very engaged. (laughs) Um, Uh, Letters out of 26, then. What would you score it? Out of 26? Yeah, isn't that the alphabet or is it 24? It's 20. (laughs) <laughs> out of 26 i would give it um 20 I'd give it 20 20 letters that, 20 letters out of 26 i'd give it, I'd give, I'd give it 20 letters out of 26 i'm starting high i'm starting high rob what was yours oh, again? yeah <laughs> volunteer can, candy well i i feel that mine was not very dyslexic friendly so i'll only be able to give it 15 letters out of 26 it was very interesting and it's very thorough and it would be it's probably like a year long book it's not a good week book it's too long can you make it a two week book Rob hmm? can you make it a two week book uh, I don't think so I, don't, I think it may have defeated me It may for me it may be a, a lifetime long book but <laughs> it is interesting an interesting book but your book Candide sounded interesting so uh, I've I've gone up to try and find a few a few reviews of it. Ooh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't find any from the time it was published, unfortunately. Uh, but presumably are out out there. Uh, yeah. How long does it take you to read? Um. Ooh. 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 Um. I did. I did it like a couple of night, like a couple of chapters a night. So no more than two, like a week, two weeks. But that was because like how spread out I was doing. Yeah. Well, you'll be disappointed to yeah. know that Fabian was slightly disappointed with with the next Gabriel Garcia Marquez. I took on the classic in one sitting. <laughs> and wow, <laughs> where has this been all my life? I adore Candide. Because it is ripe with adventure. It is a speedy read. And at the very end, you experience a vortex of feeling. A novel, novel is in bold. Concept. It transcends literature itself. Compare this to Dante, to Shakespeare. I could not help but smile at all awful misadventures of our, our poor fool. This is made for someone like me, who thinks The Alchemist by Paul Calio isn't all that. I have that book. I haven't read it, though. Uh, even told G. That I was put off by the cover. That is, not until the entire book is ravished and torn apart by the ravenous reader. Does the simple, almost academic print of a globe in this particular edition of Candide make sense? So, Voltaire, Voltaire, easily top ten read. So, Fabian seemed to like it. Could not put it better myself. That was, that was, good. That was a good review. Yeah, yeah, we, we need to learn from these so we can say about it. Yeah, I kind of. <laughs> yeah. um, right. I found as I found traditional. Are you going? Okay. But I don't. Uh, I was, I, I, I you, you go first. 
<laughs> I don't think it's related. Um, we recently bought a, ro- a, a rocking beach. Absolutely loved it. Quick delivery and easy to assemble. Would highly recommend. Um, another person Good said, try to, upgrade, try to upgrade tickets. Try to upgrade tickets. Did not work. Tried several times. Contacted support team. They insisted I do for uh, software upgrades. New phone no longer works. Very expensive way to get season ticket. Not happy. Um, so I think that tells us that if you're wanting to buy this book as part of table furniture, I don't or, want that uh, for tickets, it's really not the one for you. Uh, it's Candide Limited, apparently. <laughs> as tradition goes, as you try and look up for reviews that are maybe somewhat accurate, uh, I have gone to the one-star reviews. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is from Scene Bars. One star. <laughs> April 25, 2020. Consider me dramatically and unequivocally unimpressed. Mm. I did not laugh once. I do not engage with stories that are simply allegory to represent a philosophy. I want a little bit of substance. I want some storytelling involved. Call it a product of time if you like, but it's laziness. In the word that comes to mind, I won't waste any more words here. One star. Uh, so Scene didn't like it. Scene thought it was too allegory, and he didn't find it funny. Although, from what you said, it sounded pretty horrifying, so I don't know. Although I did go into Breaking Bad thinking it was a comedy, so maybe he did the same. I really like a, Is it a comedy? Is it like a Russian comedy, where it's not like laugh comedy? It's like, isn't everything hell? Yeah, it's either a comedy or a tragedy, or, you know, it's so much of a tragedy that it's actually a comedy yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and then everybody died. <laughs> um, the one-star review that's in Arabic. Go on, then. Uh, um, well, I can't even attempt to read Arabic, because it's not got... We've copied their numbers, but not their letters, so... And oh, it's really hard to highlight, because it's... It's, it goes the other way, doesn't it? It's left, uh, right to left, so it won't let me like copy it, copy and paste it easy, because it copies the other way. All right, let me have a look. If this is something that puts me on a watch list for searching this, Ugh. nope, didn't let me find it. There's no translate button. It had 26 likes though and 14 comments. Look. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Ahmed, Orbe, one star, a lot of things, but in Arabic. I cannot read Arabic, so you'll have to find it out for yourself. He also says something else, and then there's a, uh, a smiling D face emoji, and then a smiley face emoji with a double chin. And then someone else in Arabic has responded eight years ago, and then Ahmed responded back, and then uh, eight years ago as well, and oh. then six years ago, Greg responded. Ahmed, <laughs> even though I can't read your language, I agree with your rating. <laughs> <laughs> so, good old Greg. Greg was there. Greg didn't like the book either. <laughs> good review. Good review. Yeah, a lot uh, of Arabic reviews. Not a big fan of Voltaire. Hmm. Andrea said that this is the most sexist thing I have read so far. Don't get me wrong. All characters have it bad in this story. But the difference between men and women is that men are rewarded and end up happily rich. Women remain their objects. Uh, and she tagged it. 18th century France, annoying books, boring reads, disappointing, disgusting, hate white people, 
internal groan, problematic reads, uni lit, uni reads, and less. Oh no, that's I can shrink it back down. <laughs> uh, so she did not like it. Did you think that? You think it was product of its time? But surely you should, you should take it for that, though, right? You... Yeah. Um, I, don't uh, know. I mean, it sounds like some horrifying things happened to them, but would you... It, wouldn't... It, from the, what you said, you said it was very harrowing, so... Yeah, yeah, that's what I got from it. And don't, you know, doesn't horrifying things still happen to these days? Yeah, I mean, you know, but if it was condoning, perhaps it'd be different. Obviously, it's going to have some viewpoints, I imagine, that are a bit different because... Society will have been different back back in the day. Uh, back then, I'd imagine. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Becky, Becky didn't like it either. One star, 2015. Ugh. I, I think this is a book that I would have gotten a lot more out of had I been forced to read it in school. As it was, I didn't like it. I didn't think it was funny. I did think it was annoying and pointless. Cad did himself. Has only got to be one of the stupidest lucky bastards in all of fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually pretty synthetic, but with Candide, I was incredibly annoyed by his lack of fucking common sense and idiocy, <laughs> practically begging for him to get swindled at every turn. I almost wish some unscrupulous jerk would just kill him and put him out of my misery. Uh, who, who wrote that? Who was that? Oh, that was Becky. Becky. Uh, oh, Becky has more to say as well, and she explains many, many scenarios where she thought Candide was an idiot, where he pays a shipkeeper, etc. Yeah, I remember that bit. I think I missed. Well, obviously, I missed that bit in my rendition of it, um, where they went on a voyage and stuff like that. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely asking him for it there. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Those jokes, man. Trying to find so, reviews. Different from your review, however, the, I will say that I've clicked on the one star reviews, and some of them are saying it was very problematic, racist, and anti Semitic, misogynist, and even to the point that I can't run off as a product of a time. So this person, Stephen Stogowski, Thinks it was even. It wasn't even. It was even bad by its day standards. It was even bad by its day standard. Yeah, uh, but he does mention some philosophy thing that Voltaire was counterparting to. So he maybe likes this other philosopher, and was uh, thought that um, Voltaire was being overly pessimistic. Maybe. Did you think his uh, Voltaire's philosophy through the book were was pessimistic? You did say it was all pretty miserable. Yeah, and that's what I liked. Because it was like, all right, well, the world isn't great, right? Um, and you're always going to be met with hardships. Um, well, it scored like, on... Like, on... Uh, I'm not sure. Goodreads.com. It has scored uh average rating of 3.76. Uh, so oh yeah, basically four stars, four stars. Twenty-seven percent of its stars are five, two percent are one, and majority of its stars are four or three. But Ooh. we have given it uh twenty alphabet letters out of twenty-six, and we say it's a good good book for a dyslexic to read. It's a good chapters. book for a dyslexic, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
Finally. Yeah, I still I still stand by that. Yeah. Twenty letters out yeah. of twenty six, if that's how many yeah. letters are. Yeah, it's twenty six letters in the alphabet. Yeah. Um, well if there isn't, we'll add some. And if there's more than that, we'll remove some. That's fair. Um Ooh, I found um I found quite a strong review. Mm-hmm. Is this okay. time on the book and not on furniture? Oh god. It was on actually it's not even about the book, it's about Voltaire. Oh, uh, all right. I don't know a hell of a lot about Voltaire. So read away. Voltaire was a godless fool. Period. Exclamation mark exclamation. Mark, exclamation mark. He's burning in hell. Read his last words on his deathbed. He died a horrible death. So this was so what was the date of this review? Was it from the 17th century? Because this person feels personally slighted by Voltaire. <laughs> he really does, doesn't he? Um, in what year? Reviewed in the United States on October the 13th, 2016. Okay. And when did Voltaire die? <laughs> um, I'll be able to now. Boop, 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 boop. Um, 1722. So, you know, um, no, no, I mean, I, 17... that, that review would have to be fairly old to be overlapped with him. <laughs> yeah. Unless he comes from a very long line of family and they passed on their Voltaire hatred. I mean, uh, 17, oh no, 1778, sorry. But still no winner. So that's, so Voltaire, uh, he thinks he, he, died in, he died and was taken to hell. What reviews did he give the book? It was just a one-star review for his book. One star. <laughs> okay, so one Lost. star. Author sent to hell. One star. Okay. There's quite a lot. I'm not on... a fan of Voltaire. Did he say why he was sent to hell? I don't know much about Voltaire. Was it? Was he a bad man? Uh, I just think he was. He was a... French, so that I guess automatically sends him to hell, right? <laughs> Should we um, comment? Uh, here's some quotes by him. Um, okay. So yeah, he was a obviously French philosopher and writer. Um, believed in very much. Wait, was he? Yeah, he was a critic of Christianity. So obviously, um, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here we go. Here's some quotes by him. Common sense is not so common. Uh, those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit oh shit atrocities i've had that one before i didn't know it was from him uh, you hear that one all the time yeah yeah um oh here we go it is better to risk saving a guilty person than to condemn an innocent one um ah, so if... it was against the death penalty that i take it from that yeah which would have been a big thing in france at the time it's a massive thing yeah if god did not exist it would be necessary to invent him um it's a good one good one um none of these quotes sound like evil um tears are the silent language of grief i may have found one that might indicate why why this book maybe thought he should have be sent to hell uh okay. Rise from um, so this is Val, um, Valter describing his many 
the priests of every religious sect. Rise from an incestuous bed, manufacture a hundred versions of God, then eat and drink God, then piss and shit God. So I can I can understand why maybe some might be upset with that. <laughs> hmm, maybe. Yeah, I can see why. Um oh, here's a quote about medicine that he did, which ties into your book. Okay. Um the art of medicine consists in amusing the patient whilst nature cures the disease. That was in my book. Really? That quote. Yeah, that quote was in my book. Oh, um, nice. We're yeah. just that's full uh, we're just done full circle. I'm really proud of ourselves. Yeah, I was gonna pat ourselves on the back. Oh my god. What do you think about that quote? Do you agree or disagree? Uh, after reading the the bit of the, what I've got through my book, he wasn't wrong. It seemed to be a hell of a lot of medicine for the majority of his history was basically distract the patients from their problems and hope they got better. Hmm. It was only, you know, bear in mind, it only really swung around with the when we sort of changed public health, we started cleaning water and then we discovered vaccines and then we discovered antibiotics and hmm. that meant surgery got better. Before that, for those three things, which are relatively recent in human history, it was a hell of, you know, mm, blind luck. Yeah, yeah, and, and some fair. very risky surgeries of like, let's get this job done quick and fast, in and out, <laughs> hack it, <laughs> remove it, and hope you don't die afterwards <laughs> from an infection. Oh, I was, uh, I... I was going to say, I'm so glad it wasn't alive back then, but. You know, just make use of what was happening, right? If you lost yeah. an arm from a splinter, oh well. <laughs> well, I think there's the thing we all forget is people can be quite pessimistic about how everything's going and things in the future and politics and state of the world and even war and stuff. And obviously there's a lot of bad things going on, but there's no mistaking for the fact that for the majority of people or on the earth, that this is the best time, best time or you know the best century to be alive in than any of the ones before it. Mm. Uh, you know, with, with the sheer amount of technological advancements and health and well-being that we have, you know, something you know we we can always look nostalgic on the past, but it's always good to remember that yeah, <laughs> you could have got a paper cut and died. You know, but isn't that always yeah. going to be the case though? You, like if you get into the next century, that century is always going to be better than this century, though, right? You would hope. You would hope. You would hope it. Uh, everything progressively gets better. There, there would be critics of that sentiment and say, mate, you know, maybe we've just been a lucky bubble and it's about to burst. And I, I know there's people who think like that. Mm. I couldn't say, uh, but it does seem that things have got better through the passage of time. But uh, where uh, you know, it's never been a smooth progression. It's been ups and downs, hasn't it? True, 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 true. Uh, you know, some horrific things that happened recent history, like World War Two, and that long ago. And some people would say that was probably one of the one a huge tragedy in Europe. But was it a bigger tragedy than you know the slave trade? And percentage-wise, didn't more people die in the War of Roses, the population of the Britain, than in World War One? So it scales, it scales. Obviously, that was you know World War Two, World War One. Horrific tragedies. Loads of people lost their lives. But the average trend is, I think, things getting better, which is a positive way to look at it. 
That's nice. However, That's in that, like that, we have also developed weapons to destroy everybody on the planet. So <laughs> we everything's got better, technology has improved, and everyone's state of life has, has has increased. However, we've increased our capacity to destroy all that progress. Annihilate. Every time we progress to a next stage, we increase our capability to reversing us all back to the first stage. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I think it's something to remember when people like you're like, oh, everyone's on the screens these days, or everyone's you know in social media and stuff, which have negative effects on mental health and stuff. We still are, you know, a lot better off than we were before. Although nobody complacent because antibiotic resistance, as soon as that comes back, even with all the modern, from as far as I can understand it, even with all the modern uh, science and medicine if antibiotics we suddenly they were taken away from us we would go back to dying from paper cuts again potentially and infections oh okay we know to clean them out and etc but we wouldn't be able to control infections like we can now we don't have another tool for that particularly there are, we have other things and i'm sure there are other advancements that will help well aren't we lucky then Aren't we lucky indeed? Uh, yeah, oh yes. He, he, uh, looking at some of his quotes, he very, very much wasn't, w w was against the Christian religion. Uh, ours. So he was, he was Christian. I think he, I mean, if he's, I think he's criticizing religion rather than God, to be fair. So I don't know if he gets, should get burned in hell for that, as our other uh, reviewer had said. So ours, i.e. the Christian religion, is assuredly the most ridiculous, the most absurd and the most bloody religion which has ever infected this world. Your Majesty will do the human race an eternal service by, by extrapolating this infamous, infamous superstition. I do not say among the rabble who are not worthy of being enlightened and who are apt for every yoke. I say among honest people, among men who think, among those who wish to think, my one regret is dying in dying is that I cannot aid you in this noble enterprise, the finest and most respectable which the human mind can point out. So presumably he was around during the Enlightenment. Then. At least, I, if I remember rightly, I think he was the one who pushed for, he was the one who was like, you know, at the top of the Enlightenment era. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm pretty sure I definitely heard that somewhere. Mm. Mm. Here's a good one. Um, one last quote from him. Uh, if you want to know who controls you, look at who you are not allowed to criticize. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah, I think he was just a bit of a, a bit of a rebel. I don't think he sounds like a. I don't know, if, you know I, I, don't, I don't know if he's burning hell worthy as our other reviewer said. <laughs> I do know one quote of him that I haven't found on here, but I do know it. He had a quote on lawyers. Uh, so I'll see if I can find it so I can quote it accurately. Else I'll just do it from my head. I believe it's from. Uh, all right, I'll go it from my head. I think this is a Voltaire quote. Come on, let's have it. Uh, I have been ruined twice. Once when I lost a law case, and once when I run one, won one. 
Okay. Hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, and then all of the ones I've got are in French, so I can't really read them. But yeah, interesting man. We gave his Candide book 20 alphabet letters out of 26. We would recommend for a dyslexic. Uh, if you'd like, go read it. Can you get it for... How much did you pay for it? Or can you get it for free? Because I guess it's... Um... I think I spent. Royalty. I think I spent uh, about eight quid. I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you probably can find a PDF of it. That'll be free because, I mean, the author is long since dead. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, don't spend money on it, guys. Um, just try and find it free because it's not like the author's going to get the money anyway, is he? So it's all just going to go to like Penguin, isn't it? Yeah, fucking penguin. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, we're not doing a history lesson, but I was searching on the side the Age of Enlightenment, um, but we're not going to go into that because this ain't a history podcast. Yeah, maybe, might be. Well, do your own research. <laughs> yeah, do it yourself. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> when was the Enlightenment? <laughs> what did he do to piss off this guy so much? Etc. You find them out. Um, right. I think we should call it. Thank you very much. What do you want to call it? Thank you very much. Dyslexic Book Club. Thank you all for coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll bring some fresh books in for next week. See you then. Love you. Bye.